Good morning, Stone Village, and happy first Sunday of Advent. I hope that all of you are well and safe in this world. All is well in my world. The Lord be with you, and let us pray. God with us, in this time set apart, in the quiet and stillness, may we draw nearer to you and to one another. May your word inspire our lives to act with courage and conviction, to birth new possibilities of peace and mercy into this world. This we pray in the name of the Christ child. Amen. The reading today is from Mark chapter 13, verses 24 through 37. But in those days after that suffering, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light, and the stars will be falling from heaven, and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in the clouds with great power and glory. Then he will send out the angels and gather his elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of heaven. From the fig tree learn its lesson. As soon as its branch becomes tender and puts forth leaves, you know that summer is near. So also when you see these things taking place, you know that he is near at the very gates. Truly, I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all these things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But about that day or hour, no one knows, neither the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only God. Be aware, keep alert, for you do not know when the time will come. It is like a man going on a journey when he leaves home and puts his servants in charge, each with his work, and commands the doorkeeper to be on watch. Therefore, keep awake, for you do not know when the man of the house will come, in the evening or at midnight or at cockcrow or at dawn or else he may find you asleep when he comes suddenly. And what I say to you, I say to all, keep awake. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. <clears throat> Recently, I stumbled upon a hard truth. I'm getting old. I am. I know that's hard to believe, but it's true. Here's how I know I'm getting old. I catch myself utilizing the phrase, when I was young, I can remember, fill in the blank. And every time I say it, I admonish myself a bit because I sound like a 90-year-old man. <laughs> I hear similar statements all the time. We didn't do it that way when we were kids. It's not like it used to be. Or, the world is a different place these days. It's changed. People have changed. Or, this isn't like the church I grew up in. I don't know what happened. Or, back in my day, and you can fill in the blank, there's a thousand variations on the sentiment. Regardless of the sentiment, they all seem to have a common thread or question running through them. And the question I believe is, 
What is going on in the world today? What's happening? Certainly, it's a question about change, vulnerability, and loss. It's a question threaded with anxiety and fear. It's a question about the uncertainty of the future in the frail, unpredictable nature of life. It's also a question of lament. Those questions and conditions are not new. They are not unique to us. In fact, they were just as real and present in Jesus' life as our own. Jesus describes it differently than we do. He says, In those days, after that suffering, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light, and the stars will be falling from heaven, and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. Now, it's important not to take his words as literal. He's not predicting the future or giving us signs to look for so we can predict the future. However, he is describing a present reality. He's describing what it feels like when the whole world has changed, when things are no longer as they used to be, when there's been a cosmic shift in one's life. He's describing what it's like when what, when what once gave light no longer does, when the stars by which one once navigated no longer point the way, when the powers on which you depended are no longer stable, dependable, or present. What he is describing to you is the season of Advent. Every year on the first Sunday of Advent, the lectionary holds before us a darkened and changing world. Why? Because it's the truth about our life and our world. It's what we face and live with each day. It's also the life and the world into which the Christ child comes. In the dark threshold moments of life, when our world is shaken, we mostly want someone to do something about it, fix it, turn back the clock, undo what has happened, make it like it used to be in the good old days. And often we turn to God, praying, get down here and do something about this. Now, I'm all in favor of God's presence and encourage you to pray often. But it always strikes me as nearsighted on our part to assume God is absent. You know what I mean? As if God needs to be told about what is going on in the world, where to be and what to do. Maybe instead of being concerned about where God is and what God is doing, we should first be concerned about where we are and what we are doing, about our presence in the situation. Maybe instead of starting with what's going on in the world, we should begin with the question, what's going on in me? Because more often than not, we do not see other people in the world as they are. 
but as we are. For instance, if I am anxious and my part of the world is a difficult place to be, then my natural instinct is flight. If I am living in the past and yearning for the way life used to be, I will miss the present moment. If I am scared and frightened, then other people can easily become enemies. If my life is full of chaos, I will be quick to judge and condemn others. If I am filled with guilt, I will look for someone else to blame. The list goes on. If I am not awake to and aware of these things about my interior life, my nature, then those things will, in time, overtake my life. And I believe this is what Jesus is speaking to in today's gospel when he says, you must be awake, alert, aware. You see, if we do not tend to what is going on inside of us, we will project it onto the world and other people. If we do not remain awake and alert, we will sleepwalk our way through our life. This awakening and awareness within ourselves, to which I believe Jesus speaks, changes the way we engage and see the world, other people, and ourselves. And that is what the season of Advent is all about. Awakening to the truth of what is. Recalibrating our lives to reflect the original goodness and love that breathed us into being. Which we often forget and need to be reminded of over and over again. All of you, well most of you, <laughs> are aware that I am a staff chaplain for Ohio Health Hospitals. On Thanksgiving, I spent my morning at the hospital visiting patients. Holidays are especially hard for patients. The isolation, the inability to be with loved ones, the fear of being forgotten. It takes a toll on their healing, their wellness. One patient I visited on Thursday an 87-year-old woman who taught Sunday school for 30 years, she was very proud of this accomplishment, told me as I was leaving her room, I really needed to see you today. I needed to be reminded. Thank you. I don't know why she said this, what she meant or what she needed to be reminded of. I had not said or done anything significant, nothing I don't say or do during every visitation. As I've thought more about our interaction, and this is all speculation on my part, perhaps she needed to be reminded of simple human kindness, the stranger who sees and cares for the least of these of God's presence in the dark threshold places in life 
where most will not dare to venture. I don't know. I do know on the other side of that moment, that visitation, I was reminded of how important it is to always show up and hold space for others. Because the simplest of gestures, a kind word, a held hand, an affirmation of one's life, a blessing of peace, can change the trajectory of a person's day, a person's life. All of us, each and every one of us, needs to be reminded often to wake up and to reconnect to the beauty of life, the mystery of love, and the wonder of creation. We need to be reminded that we were born from love, and love is meant to be our destination. We need to be reminded and connected to each other in a deeper, more meaningful way. We need to awaken to hope. We need to be alert to the presence of God in the unexpected places of our lives. We need to awaken to and be reminded that our simple presence often says more than our words and our actions. And so I wonder, what is the thing you most need to be reminded of today? What is the one thing that would make a difference in your life today? What one thing would change the way you see yourself? Would change the way you engage the world? Would change the way you live in loving relationship? What is the one thing for you today? Whatever the one thing is, when you have it, when you are awake to it, perhaps you will permit it to guide your life and be your doorway into and through the season of Advent. O come, O come, Emmanuel. Amen. I give thanks to God for each of you, and I pray this day you bear witness to the love of God in this world. Bear witness to the love of God so those to whom love is a stranger, they will find in you a generous and loving friend. In the name of Christ Jesus, in the power of the Holy Spirit, amen. I love you, stoners. I hope you have a great day, and uh, I'll see you soon. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>